Welcome to Eclipse, a Dungeons & Dragons sci-fi fantasy thriller. I'm Jeremy Fair, and I'll be your Dungeon Master. I'm Adam Deweese, and I will be your Illithid cleric, Dr. Shepard. I'm Megan Kelleher, and I will be your human monk, Ava Elkin. I'm Rob Clark, and I will be your Warforged Artificier, Info Fuscat. I'm Whitney Mullins, and I'll be playing Rita Nove and ASMR Bard. And I'm Patrick Collins, playing Kanan Vergest, the Tiefling Wild Magic Sorcerer. last time you were all fighting that gigantic serpentine weirm like creature and it was messing you all up for the most part you were able to get a few hits in but it was knocking people unconscious people were getting revived getting knocked unconscious again eventually it actually busted through the wall on the side of the hallway and then it started fighting in the lower more open main chamber of the temple just when things I wouldn't say we're getting bleak because you were all actually doing a lot of damage to this thing despite it also damaging you back. Suddenly there was big flash of lights and just the sound of what sounded at the time to be hundreds of guns going off. And in just a matter of seconds, the room would return back to darkness and this creature falls to the ground lifeless and it's just this hole-filled body with, you know, it's, it's bleeding this like dark green blood all over the floor and it's just a mess of scales and it is very much dead. When you turn back to look up to the top of the stairs where the light was coming from, you see what appears to be at least 20 Githyanki soldiers standing, staring down at you. They each are armed with uh, rifles. They also each carry a blade, as is custom for a Githyanki. And in the front is a very tall Githyanki who doesn't seem to be wearing a helmet, glaring down at you all. And he has called for your arrest. Arrest these trespassers! You! Don't you move a muscle! All of you freeze! And they're pointing weapons at you. And these Githyanki begin to march down the stairs, coming towards all of you with their uh, rifles drawn, and they are moving to arrest you all. I will say at this moment, they are not able to see Dr. Shepard, nor are they able to see Kanan, but they certainly can see the rest of the party standing in the lower chamber in front of the massacre that was that monster. They start marching down towards you all. What would you like to do? Um, can I heal my friend real quick? She's down. Can I, I, I promise, can I just heal her and I'm not doing anything weird? You, lower your hands. Pick up the girl. Arrest her. Arrest all of them. He's just standing at the top while the soldiers are marching down towards you all. One of them will check Ava's pulse. This one lives. Very well. Arrest her. She'll look over to Lita, who was questioning. We will not let your friend die. You will all see justice. That will be certain. You should arrest yourselves, lads. For robbing us of a sweet victory. We were about to kick that thing's arse. Oh, shut your mouth. Then one will elbow you in the back and begin to attempt to pull your arms behind your back. What's everyone else doing? Kanan, you are the most hidden, I would think. Shepard's at least somewhere over near the hole. Can I ask why we're being arrested? Like, I'm not resisting, I'm just wondering, uh, you know. 
know, knowing my rights and all those things. Um, one says, shut your mouth! The one up top goes, yes, we're the ones that'll be asking questions here! At that point, I would have liked to creep back down the hallway to this doorway that leads up to the landing, and my shadow blade has dissipated, but I still have probably 40 seconds left until it's gone. So I would like to creep down and poke my head out and see this guy up here by himself and then walk out to meet him with my hands in the air and say, hey, uh, we're here on a strictly archaeological research exploration mission. That creature attacked us. We were defending ourselves. We have permission to be here. You walk out and the moment your voice like breaks the kind of silence up here he will jump and point the gun directly at you who are you how many more of you are there you walk slowly we're here on an exploratory mission for research purposes from the Waterdeep museum of art and history we're here just to do research we mean you no harm you are trespassing on amaron this is a system of calamar which is under jurisdiction of the gith yankee you have broken the code of your very alliance. That's complete news to us. We were told that we were allowed to be here. I think I'll be seeing to those answers myself. I'm bringing you all in. Would I have any documentation or papers? Um, I mean, you're wearing the Lord's Alliance jacket that has the logo on it. Right. You would have uh, some sort of documentation that says your rank and everything and what you do. And yeah, you would totally have some sort of book, like a little booklet with the info on it. The whole reason we came here, right, was because apparently this uh, like lockdown of this moon had a- apparently been lifted, right? Yeah, it ended like 70 years ago or something, like 60 years ago. Yeah. Kind of a while ago. Okay. One thing Dr. Shepard notices, you, you would un- indefinitely be trying to reach out into some of these minds or try to see like what's going on, what are they feeling, what are they thinking, and every one of these Githyanki soldiers is 100% undetectable from your telepathic abilities. I've got to tell you, my heart is pounding right now because I am just thinking, uh, obviously one thing I'm going to do is try my best to do my, where I, I talk in the tentacles. I don't think that's going to work against Githyanki. I think I have to stay hidden. I'm really worried that if they see me, uh, Dr. Shepard is dead. I'm also worried that if they don't see me and they take my friends, <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work out either. So um, I'm very scared right now. But for the moment, I think I've got to like try to just stay out of sight from them as much as I can. And uh, at the same time, hide my tentacles just in case. But I don't think that's going to help at all. Info's gonna uh, remember that Shepard is up there, and as he's being escorted, he's gonna loudly suggest to them that I need to I need to tuck my testicles into this into the nearest dark space until I get back to the ship. Can 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 you guys let me tuck my testicles in? It's like a little side thing for Shepard to guide in the nearest hole and get back to the ship. One of them just looks at you very confused as you just are a warforged standing in front of him getting arrested. I think this one's gone loony. Watch him. It's the crazy ones that always get violent. You're going to feel a barrel prod up against your spine. Don't do anything funny, robot man. Rodney's going to get real pissed at them poking me and he's going to be like, you're going to see his little arms go chunk chunk 
Like he's ready to kick some ass. He gets kicked. One of them kicks him as he's spinning around on the ground. Oh no. Oh, you motherfucker. You do not touch Rodney. I will ruin you. Does 12 hit you? 12 does not hit me. He's going to turn around and try to hit you at the butt of his gun. But if anything, he just feels a little embarrassed as it doesn't even phase you. I'm going to turn around and headbutt him. <laughs> okay. Make an attack. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> 23. Natural 20. <laughs> All right. Natural 20. Knock him out. Oh, God. At least one. You're probably going to get fucked up for this, but it'll be worth it if we get one Headbutt the out. shit out of him. Yeah, go ahead and roll damage. Well, I think for headbutts, I think yeah, it's, it's just like, like uh, undetermined damage. Two. Right? I, I guess two would be the, like the thing. Or something. Yeah, so you turn around and you headbutt him, and it doesn't knock him unconscious, but I mean, you headbutt him really hard, and um, there's going to be a shot <laughs> right next to your feet, and it's the guy that was talking to Kanan, and he says, Watch your man! Stand down! The next one won't be a warning shot. And then he looks back at you. I thought you came in peace. We do. You just, you can't go around kicking a man's little metal friends. All right, you're under arrest too. And he just starts walking towards you with his gun. Get down there. And um, a couple of the other Get Yankees will start coming up the stairs and moving to come and secure you. Are you going to do anything? Uh, no, we're vastly outnumbered. You have more friends hiding in here? Not that I know of. <laughs> what are you doing, Shepard? The runes where, like, the snake thing came from um, are pretty close by to me. And I just want to, like, if I know that I can make it to those runes um, without anybody seeing me through the hole in the, in the, uh, leading down to, like, the main chamber, which I think, like, based on the angles of everybody, I think I should be pretty good. But I just want to make sure I can kind of get a read on the situation before I uh, make that. Uh, determination to uh, head into those ruins to hide. Because right now I'm just in a hallway. You're just going to Dr. Zoidberg out of the room? Yeah, like, I, I really, I don't want them to find me. I'm really worried about that. All right. I mean, you can hide. They haven't seen you yet. You can decide to hide more, but your friends are getting arrested. Yep. <laughs> I mean, if I go down, they're just going to kill me and then arrest my friends still. So, like, I'm fucking, I don't know what to do right no, now. I yeah, I got to hide. These are some very I rational think. individuals that have not had outside contact in a very long time, so they don't know. I think they would see an elephant and just fucking kill me. Yes. So I think really the only option, like obviously, I'm not gonna make a difference if things pop off and we had to fight thirty <laughs> get the Yankee. So I think the best bet is for in Doctor Shepard's mind is to hide. And then hope that they didn't find the Gary that we threw a tarp over or something. Like back in episode two or three, we did something we to try to hide measures. it. Yeah, you locked theory. it up. You locked it up. We try. Yeah, we try to hide it somehow. All right. So, Doctor Shepard, you dip back. Nobody seems to see you here. I mean, you start backing into this uh, temple area. However, you will hear shouting coming from the other side, and he's like, "Fine, secure them. Search the temple. I want to make sure this place is empty." You do not have permission on this moon. Take him to the ship. And then, yeah, they're ordering you, and they start securing everyone. They, they walk up behind Ava and pull your arms behind your back, and then they put these uh, two rings that, like, magnet together really, really forcibly hard suddenly. They start doing the same thing to Lita. They walk up to Info. Uh, a lot of them have more guns trained on him. 
Don't do anything funny, just stand there. And accept your fate. You're a criminal. I'm gonna look at them and go, Oh, your mother tuckers. You hear me? Your mother tuckers! And like, yell it really loud at the ceiling, hoping Tucker can hear me or do something. And like, your mother tuckers. You, you better, you better back off. I can walk myself. And don't touch Rodney, or I'll smash another one of your noseless faces in. You don't hear anything when you say that. You call for Tucker, and there is no response. I'm gonna just mumble, Tucker, you motherfucker. Where is your Tucker now? Am I like, un- so I'm unconscious, but I'm like walking, or like. Well, they, being, they've like, like lift you up, and dragged. they're like, have okay. you, and they're like, yeah, they're carrying, kind of carrying you. Okay. Um, there's a lot of them, and Kanan, they're. They're going to secure you near the pillar at the top of the stairs. Are you going? Is anyone going to do anything to resist? I am in no condition to resist. Any any more than info yeah, has I'm no. I don't think I can. <laughs> Apricot is like in my pocket as still as possible, like just straight up playing possum, even though she's a ferret. When you are all being taken up the stairs, and Kanan is brought uh, more near the. Githyanki appears to be the leader of at least this group. He will look up to him. What business do researchers and explorers have trying to trespass? You could start a war. In fact, you might have. This seems like a massive overreaction. We're here under the pretense that we're allowed to be here. If we're trespassing, we were completely A moment ago, this this captain or sergeant or this leader, whatever he is, the, the leader of the, the gith that is standing here does not trust you. Um, he didn't quite believe you when you said that you didn't know if that was everybody. And it just seems that he's not really fully buying into everything you're saying. Why don't you reach into my robe here in my inside pocket and grab the documentation? I see your jacket. If you were a mere civilian, this would not be an intergalactic problem. But now it is. Especially if you do come from the Lord's Alliance. Now tell me what you're really here for. This planet is a Schedule 9 planet. It is off limits. And it has been for centuries. Wasn't the band dropped 60 years ago? What are you talking about? I've had enough. Arrest them. We'll talk more when you are in your prison cell. You'll be spending a lot of time there. Lottie, when was the last time you talked to anyone that wasn't on this planet? It's, it's been a while since they released the ban here. Have you been here the whole time or something? I've heard enough from you. Take him away. Take him to the ship. And they begin trying to march you all out. While Dr. Shepard is in the back room hiding and cowering. <laughs> Why did I play an ill thing? Do you want to try Shit. to do anything? So, my my plan is to wait till they clear out and go and, like, notify the Lord's Alliance and shit and, like, tell them a bunch of Githyanki just came and scooped up our research team. Uh, but other than that, like, there's not really anything I can do personally at the moment, especially with one spell slot left. So I'm going to try to keep hiding. Make sure that they at least get their one phone And Rodney's call. just going to give them all the finger as he's being escorted out. 
double fingers, just like. (laughs) They will get you all to the top of the stairs, and you are now standing um, just inside, just past the the first entrance hallway where there was the carvings of the Tarasks and the uh, Orcish writing. And they have you all kind of over by the wall where they can see you all. Then the leader is going to go, do a quick sweep. It's not going to be my ass on the line. And he's going to point. The majority of them will stay with you. But, uh, you know, about four of them go to the right and four go to the left through the other doors that you had not even gone through yet. And the vast majority of them stand here, all with these rifles trained on you. Shepard, you decided to hide in the dilapidated actual temple structure of this larger temple um, in like the sort of worship chamber and this thing looks overgrown it looks like the pews where people, these stone pews where people used to sit in almost like a bleacher type setting are crumbled away and overgrown with vines and rocks and there's that big hole bore into the wall where the um, large creature you just fought seemed to have been burrowing prior to it being disturbed. Why don't you go ahead and make a stealth check? See how well you hide. Yeah, so my goal is to like try to hide under some of the vines and overgrowth. We'll see how well I roll a dirty 20. That I is very good. Uh, blend in pretty... I mean, my gray skin tone maybe blends in a little bit with like the rocks. I close my eyes and just hope for the best. I've done that so many times in my life. So... Four of the Githyanki are heading your direction. One of them got a 21, and one of them rolled a natural 20 while searching for you for a 23. The other two seem to just be walking rather cautiously. Um, They're moving through the chamber slowly. They take note of the giant uh, robotic body that is in the corner that looks kind of like a statue, a very rudimentary form of... Uh, a warforge or a clockwork they seem to be exploring and and they notice the big sphere in the ground but don't seem to notice that it's not something that's stationary and that's not just something that's always there um and they're looking for people they're not looking for they're not checking out the temple the way you were all investigating it and they start making their way down this hallway you begin to try to move to hide even more and that's that's basically where you have failed because you your foot scrapes and you kick kind of a a a little rock down just a little bit and the two of them that are in lead that are going down the hallway where you have were first fighting that large serpent monster hears something in the other room i heard something who's hiding in there show yourself coward can i whisper a spell incantation to make the ground shake just down on the ground 30 feet away from us with thaumaturgy to try and cause a little bit of a distraction to direct their attention. Do you have the metamagic subtle spell? Because if you do, then... I don't. Okay. I, so I, I, it's it's a verbal component to this, but could I whisper and hope the noise is Yeah, enough? why don't you do like a stealth or uh, like a stealth check to see like if you can just secretly do it without drawing attention to yourself. Come on. Stress. Don't be tense. Oh, damn. It's not bad. 19's pretty good. Holy shit. Um, you managed to say something and one of them will just go, shut your mouth, and kind of hits you with their elbow. And, um, yeah, the ground starts to shake on the ground down where the dead Remoraz lays. Though you all can't see it, this brings alarm to the two 
that were walking down the hallway as they were being cautious and the ground starts to shake but all the ones that are arresting you all do take note of it but then it stops very quickly it can last for up to a minute really harmless tremors so it's i just wanted it to be enough to draw attention to the area and make it like underneath well 30 feet would be like just before the the remoraise that's down all filled with holes yeah they're gonna say uh be careful that's just a young remoraise there might be an entire hive under here oh i'm scared while that happens they are being alarmed but they seem to think maybe there's more remoraise coming and though this one is enormous i mean you guys might not know it but this is a, a small remoraise they are much larger and much more dangerous oh, and baby. this is a very small weak baby one and it's just the ground shaking um they don't seem to pin the effect as magic or even onto Kane in any sort of way Meanwhile, in the hallway where Dr. Shepard is hiding, you did have a 20 stealth, but the two of them, especially the one with the natural 20, you know, they managed to hear that something is in there. But when the ground starts shaking, they both, um, though you can't see it, both seem to think more leaning towards, like, the same thing. That must be more remoraise. We need to be careful. And they're inching their way into the room, peering around the corner slowly, and both noticing the big hole in the wall where the original Remoraise had come from. What do you want to do while you're in here? Are you just trying to stay as still as possible? Yeah. Or do you have anything you want to do? Yeah, since I'm in the opposite uh, corner of the room from that large hole in the wall where this thing came from, and I, I felt that, I felt the, sh- the quake, uh, I don't think I would be able to determine that that came from Kanan, but um, if I heard their conversation about the, the Remoraise, um, I would kind of try to piece together that that's probably they're going to be looking towards that big hole. I am going to I'm going to try to keep hiding under my little uh, <laughs> my overgrowth and my rubble um, that I'm kind of tucked away in the opposite corner because I really have nothing for for these two if things pop off. All right, they come in, and you have those devices that translate certain languages that are common to the universe, the known universe surrounding Terrell. And when they were shouting things at you all to, like, stop and freeze and stuff, they were speaking in common purposely. Because of the device you have, certain things are translated, and you can just happen to tell they're now speaking in Gith. And they are saying, right there, that must be where it comes from. That looks like one of their burrows. I don't think we should be in here. They seem uh, a little worried, but I'd like you to make one more stealth check. They're both going to make one more perception this time instead of investigation, which is they're less good at because they're not Githariah, they're Githyanki. I don't feel like I'm going to get that lucky again. A 19? Oh, God, please. please. There's no way. No way. Yes. Oh, my. Three and a seven. Oh, shit. So they roll a three and a seven. And he's like, Sucks to suck. all right, all right, it's clear, it's clear, let's go, let's go. And they uh, start to move out rather hurriedly because both of them are pretty convinced that this is indeed a opening to a nest for uh, some remoraise. And they'll begin making their way out of the room. Now I need Dr. Shepard to make a perception check. Yeah, I, did. I knew I couldn't get uh, back-to-back, uh, so I get, that was a 10. You total. hear something slip behind you. You feel like you heard a little pebble or something move, 
and something sliding across the ground. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> Are you going to stay dr- hidden? Which direction was this? It seems to be coming from down at the bottom of the little area that you're in, the destroyed little temple area where the hole is in the wall, where the uh, original remoraid had come from. Fuck, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm fucking in for a penny, in for a pound. I'm gonna stay, hide, like some more. I don't want to move. I'm like paralyzed with uh, indetermination and with fear. So we'll go back to the group. So uh, after a while, you were all just being held here at gunpoint and being arrested and held with your arms um, bound behind your back. And you, you know, probably wait close to 10, 15 minutes. And eventually all these gifts that have been sent out will return. We've explored all the doors that will open. Many of them are bound and locked, but we found nothing over here. Um, the other one's going to question the other one's... We found nothing as well. And pretty soon, they seem to be satisfied, and they begin to walk you all out the hallway where the terrace carvings and things are, and up the stairs, and back into the bright, cold uh, climate of Amaron. When you all get to the top, the bright sunlight is most likely stinging your eyes. It's... Uh, very cold. You've become used to the darkness and the warmth of the subterranean temple. And you see that there are six ships parked out on the ice in front of you. Each of these ships um, appear to be kind of large. They're probably close to 150 or 160 feet wide, close to 300 feet long. And they're kind of similar size to the Eclipse, but they are just shaped differently. They're shaped in a more orthodox fashion. They seem to be battle cruisers, and they begin to march you all to one in the center, which seems a little bit larger than the others, and the front um, viewing windshield seems to be like a larger bulbous shape that could allow uh, a better view as compared to the others that seem to be built more for speed. And it seems just on their approach, this ramp will begin to lower from the ship he's like, walk! Take them to the prison cell! And they start marching you up into the ship with Dr. Shepard left behind. Hey everybody, this is Jeremy, and I just wanted to take a moment to talk to you about our newest sponsor, Abide Asteria. So Abide Asteria is this brand new tabletop role-playing system, and it is unlike any tabletop game that I have ever played before. So you actually don't even use dice. This is a card-based system, and you don't need to buy, you know, some Abidasteria cards and then buy some new ones with an expansion or anything like that. All you need is a standard deck of playing cards, and you are ready to play Abidasteria. On top of that, Abidasteria is 100% free. All you need to do is go to AbideAsteria.com, and they have everything you need to get started right now. I'm talking quick rules, character building, class options, race options, everything that you can think of is right there on AbideAsteria.com. They even have character sheets that you can use so that you can play the game right away. It is a super, super awesome system. It's very innovative. It is a combination of both sci-fi and fantasy elements. It really hits all the different points that I'm looking for when it comes to playing a tabletop role-playing game. Jorundu and I actually had the pleasure of being able to test this game out the other day, and I'm telling you, everybody, I am not exaggerating when this is one of the most innovative and one of the most 
fun tabletop role-playing systems that I have ever played. When you go to AbideAsteria.com, they have all the rules for you right there, 100% free, very well organized, very, very easy to get through. It's extremely approachable. The game and player's guide is also digital, so it has these built-in hyperlinks where anytime it's referencing something in the text, you just click the link and it takes you to that part of the document. It was a whole lot of fun, and you really need to go check it out. Once again, that is Abide Asteria, and you can find that at AbideAsteria.com. Do you suffer from chronic storytelling dysfunction? Do you find you're overrun with trite tropes and cliche character patterns? Well, you're not alone. In my old age, I was tired of boring stories, but thanks to Dice Chronicles, I feel young again. If you suffer from a lack of creative world building or one-dimensional character development, Dice Chronicles may be just what you need. My characters always felt flat and unable to perform, but with Dice Chronicles, I'm not afraid of being my true self. Before I started listening to Dice Chronicles, I felt so alone in my hunger. But now I'm a first-rate villain. Dice Chronicles gave me a purpose, but most importantly, it gave me a terrible French accent. Hi, I'm Yarn, and before Dice Chronicles, I used to be terrified of magic, but now after just a few episodes, I've got magic pouring out of my eyeballs. I used to suffer from crippling anxiety, but thanks to Dice Chronicles, now I only suffer from anxiety from going on an adventure with my friends. Dice Chronicles is not responsible for rolling natural ones, TPKs, or the general feeling that our characters are better than yours. Ask your DM today if Dice Chronicles is right for you. Find us at podbean.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It is much different than your own ship. You are taken up this ramp and led into an area where there is essentially places to hang weapons and a whole bunch of uh, seats that fold down from various walls. And it seems to be where most of the soldiers ride in the various ships. And they begin to lead you towards the back. Two metal doors slide open and you are taken into what seems to be a lab. There are multiple screens all around this room and it looks even more complex than your ship. It seems to certainly have more weapon systems and more speed capabilities. And at the back of the lab, there seems to be a wall that is made out of some sort of red magical glowing barrier. And the gift that are leading all of you as prisoners actually walk you directly into this barrier and you pass through it without any issue. You notice that one of the gift that was leading you stays on one side of the barrier while the other one enters with all of you. Um, this gift has its rifle trained on you all, and before long, one of the other gift will open the barrier, and that gift will back out, and then slowly it will shut again. So you can assume that maybe it's like some sort of one-way barrier where you can you can't leave, but you can walk through it to come in. Do one of you t- you guys want to? tell him because i told him and he doesn't doesn't want to listen you got that right i'm not trusting you horned one you've lied to me enough we're in ancient ruins what do you think we were doing there taking a piss no we were researching we were looking around we were having a bit of a dangly dance with the stupid worm thing and that's what we were doing so now maybe you could open this damn gate and get the hell out of my way so I can get back 
to the researching that I was doing before I have to break my big metal foot off in whatever you call an arse. <laughs> friend? While he's doing that, I would like to heal our friend and get her back up. <laughs> what a- we weren't even to be able to talk Oh, is Rodney with us? I think they arrested Rodney, too, didn't they? I think he was getting Yeah, they arrested, arrested Rodney, yeah, but he's birds. on the other side. Oh, they put him, they separated He's Rodney. in the lab. He's in the no. lab. Oh, fuck no. Oh, no. That's ten points of healing to Ava. <laughs> Alright, um, well, I come back to life for, like, the ninth time today, uh, and I suppose I come to, like, uh... What what am I handcuffed, uh, being like manhandled by Githyanki at this moment? So as soon as the gate had closed, the magnetic force released, and now you just have the bands around your wrists. They seem to be activated, and then you know they're like awesome handcuffs. That's really cool. Uh, and so we're just in this back lab with this one leader guy. Nope. So you are locked in this back cell area. It's made for holding people. It's a prison cell. And on the other side, you can see the lab, and that's where the leader of this um, troop or whatever is standing, and he is talking to you all. Like, through the glass. Yeah, there's, like, a barrier. I'm gonna look at the rest of the crew, and I'm gonna notice Shepard's not there, and I'm gonna be, like, what? What? So, um, what happened? Um, these kind Yankee. Um, saved our lives, really. They really did us a huge favor by murdering the giant thing. Um, and now they have escorted us to their ship so lovingly, might I add, so gently. Um, and they are going to sort out this whole misunderstanding and figure out why we were on this temple that is off limits. Apparently, we had no idea. We really had no idea it was off limits. We thought we were all good. Um, but they think we are trespassing which we did not mean to do. We 100% did not mean to do that to you. Um, and you may notice that the um, thing that was living in the temple um, is missing. Um, so I don't think that they discovered that whenever they were going through the little weird thing that was talking to us all the time. Hmm. Um, so I don't know why they didn't find him laying around but they did not find him so we are the uh what are we they're prisoners right now that's what we are and they separated rodney from info oh my gosh what are you talking about what voice thing oh tucker (laughs) there was like a weird creepy thing that was like talking to us in the temple the whole time and he's like yo save us and we're like uh no i don't think so uh, but you didn't really let us explain that to you. Um, so, but there's something living there in your sacred temple that you don't let anything in. Uh, yeah, there's something there that's probably actually dangerous. Um, that's not us. Um, but that's okay. You can just focus all your attention on us because we definitely broke it all. Definitely. On accident. Are you mad? Reverades can't speak. It wasn't the Remray. It was a disembodied voice, and we called it Tucker, and it kept saying it was his house, and he wanted us to find its body. Um, he mentioned something about thing. a brain, a, a thing he was connected to, which you know, sounds like your best friend, honestly. You're telling me there's some sort of brain-eating monster in that temple? Well, that's just the information that we were given, but we didn't have time to actually um, go through and finish 
archaeological digs on the temple because we were so rudely interrupted by this creature that attacked us, and then we were so rudely interrupted by um, you wonderful people. He's going to suddenly turn his back and just start walking away, and you'll hear him call, Gather a troop of twelve men! We're going back into the temple! Alright, lad. If you look for the big sphere... There's a big sphere to the to the right. As soon as you walk in the doors, that seems to be important to it. Yes, we have very specific directions, and it's all to the left. To the left of the temple was very important. Oh, that's There's right. Yeah, we closed door. the door behind us. Yeah, it was yes, to it the is. left. Now, it's could you let Rodney in here with me so I can have my laddie with me? You seem to be talking, and he just continues to walk away, uh, gathering some soldiers to prepare for their re-entry into the temple to investigate what they were talking about. With that, I'm going to switch back to Dr. Shepard. Thank you. Dr. Shepard, you were hiding in this temple and you've waited maybe five, maybe ten minutes after you've heard them marching out. Um, Have you ventured out of this room at all? Are you checking to see if they've left or are you just staying in this room that's like right in front of the Remoray's cave. So you mentioned that I can't, I can't get any kind of read on any of these Githyanki. Um, yeah, you're unable to sense them. They seem protected from your abilities specifically. I think I would at least when I could no longer sense my my buds uh, nearby. Like once I think that they have left, I'd maybe just give it another like three to five minutes of just chilling and hiding in my little uh, my little nook that I'm uh, falling in love with because I haven't rolled beneath a 19 on my stealth checks uh, in this nook yet so I'm really liking it but um, once they have left and I'm sure that they've been gone for a while I think I would start to uh, my, my, my plan is what Dr. Shepard wants to do is get to the Gary um and try to, uh, I mean, I, I need to see, like, if anyone's around the Gary, and if not, I need to board the Gary and start to do whatever I can to help my buds. So whatever's along that way from uh, point uh, Nook to point Gary, I may have to deal with a couple things, but um, I want to head that way. All right, so you begin slowly making your way towards the front of the temple area where you know is the way out and inevitably where you'd have to go to get to the Gary. And as you're moving, you'll hear a voice. Are they gone yet? Yes, but my friends are too, so I've got to go, Tucker. B-R-B. You wouldn't be the first Lithid to abandon me here. I said B R. It means be right back. It's fine. Just leave. Why? Just leave me here. Okay. B R B. Now I'm gonna as I'm as I'm running out uh, <laughs> towards uh, the exit to this temple. I'm gonna pull out. Can my Magicom talk to uh, the Gary, talk to the AI on on board? Yeah, your Magicom can communicate with Gary. Uh, I'm really excited because I forget. It's been so long since we talked to the Gary, I forget its voice. So I'm going to 
uh, just kind of buzz in. Uh, fuck, I guess I gotta use my actual uh, talking voice, not my telepathic voice. Gary? This is Gary. How may I help you? Mm, yes, the rest of the crew. It's Dr. Shepard here. Uh, by the way. Dr. Shepard, yes, there has been I- an emergency mm-hmm. alert. I have relocated the ship. <laughs> cool. Where can you swoop by and pick me up? I am currently parked. 13 miles away. <laughs> Gary. Too far, Gary. Can you pick me up? Gary has detected six unknown ships, so Gary has relocated the Eclipse. Good call, Gary. Can you pick me up? Gary can pick you up. Should Gary head to your location? Mm, yes, Gary. Yes. Just me. Scanning area. Enemy ships still mm, detected. Yeah, I bet. Temple is not safe for A, the Gary. <laughs> it's not safe for the Shepherd either, Gary. <laughs> Where is the Rodney? Gary must speak with the Rodney. I also want to speak with Rodney. They were all arrested by the Gith. Can you meet me? mile away to the west one mile west of your location or the gary's location my gary my location i don't know where you are gary my location gary is headed towards your location well not my location one mile west of my location gary the hesitation is not reassuring The Gary is on the way. To where, Gary? (laughs) (laughs) There's no response, Gary. Cut the communication off. Can I like? Do I get any kind of indicator that that it cut the communication? It's just like, and the thing just turns (laughs) off. Cool. Uh, You can call him back if you want. No. I don't fucking want to call Gary back. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the temple and head uh, to the west and walk out roughly a mile as far as my best guest. Uh, well, guesses. let's not jump ahead of ourselves here. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Doc- <laughs> there may be some shit in between point A and point B. Doctor Shepard, you begin to walk up these steps, and you are making your way back out into the bright sunlight and the cold arctic air outside and you see these six ships parked out 100-200 feet away they're, they're parked slightly closer than Gary had parked the eclipse before um, and you also notice right when you are staring at the top of the stairs there seems to be a dozen or so of them walking your way off of the bottom bridge of this central ship now they are not right up on you. They are about 150 feet away. And it is possible that you could somehow move stealthily, perhaps. But by going out of this just main front door, it does seem like it is a possibility they might spot you. They probably won't know you're an illithid immediately from 200 feet away, but they'll probably see some sort of humanoid figure dashing unless you're quite stealthy. Because you are essentially moving in front of a cliffside um, and everything is icy and rocky. I mean, there's a few things you can hide behind, but eventually you're going to have to dash across like a sort of open area before you get into any cover. That being said, 
you're standing and seeing them, and there's no indication that they've seen you as you're popping your head out from below these stairs. Oh, God. That's a, that's a tough one, Jeremy. Um, man, I really wish clerics could get, like, a uh, disguised self or something, because uh, if I could, that would definitely be on my shit. Um, just quick glance over all my stuff. I don't really have anything that's gonna be helpful uh so um i the way i see it i've got two choices one i hide in this like a nook in this hallway wait till they come past because assuming that they're gonna be coming down the temple um and then sneak out or sneak out now um and honestly they both sound very fucking dangerous to me i think what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna try to like sneak along those rust mountain sides and do my best to try to get out of here before they get too close and try to uh, sneak my way across before they get too close okay go ahead and make a stealth check the first part is it's pretty easy to get out from the stairs onto some of the um, points for you to hide but there is that one spot where you're going to have to make some sort of dash at some point and um yeah you rolled a 17 so 17 is very good so you were very easily able to dash from the stairs dive behind a piece of this rubble crawl over behind some rocks and behind a boulder and you are about halfway to where you need to get to um however there is still the hardest part where there's this kind of wide open space that's like a 30 or 40 foot area that you're gonna have to sprint across and just hope they don't see you if you are peering around the corner from this spot, you see that they are coming closer, but they don't seem to have they're not once again, they're not indicating that they've seen you or anything. They're just marching in a straight group um, towards the temple. What would you like to do? Are you gonna wait here or are you gonna dash? I, I just weighed both options in my head and best case scenario I see is I fucking I gun for it. I, I I'm gonna do the dash because I figure I'd rather them see me while they're still like a hundred feet away than them see me when they're right up on me. So what do I need to do to try to make this gap? Alright, so it's just gonna be another stealth check. It's just gonna be harder. That's all. Well I'm gonna roll it against their perception this time. Okay, well it's a twelve I got a twelve. So they are so determined to march towards this temple that with their 12 perception, or at least the, the leader who is leading this group, doesn't seem to notice you because they are just marching on forward. You know, you dash across the opening, you dive behind this this boulder that's once again covered in that, that really rusty material, and when you peer behind you, they seem to still be marching in a group towards the front of the temple. And you can now see that the rest of the way there are plenty of spots for you to duck behind and hide before you can make it to a sort of um, forest-type area where Gary hopefully should be coming to. Okay, maybe. We'll see. I don't know what the hell Gary's up to. I think that we will go back to the other group. This group, you will um, be sitting here. The people will leave and uh, like you'll command a whole bunch of them to start searching the temple and after a minute you'll feel the engine of this ship begin to roar to life and um, eventually you'll you'll feel it kick on and it starts to lift up off the ground and that's where we'll end this episode uh, what's happening I 
the stressed out of a TTRPG? I don't think <laughs> ever. Maybe ever. Oh my God. I, I don't know what we the can't. fuck to wow. do. Oh, drama. This is Jeremy, your DM. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Eclipse. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did when we were recording it. We had a lot of fun. It's really, really hard to ever stop, no matter how late it gets. The next episode of Eclipse will release in two weeks, so make sure that you subscribe to Eclipse so you never miss any of our episodes. And if you've enjoyed Eclipse, please tell your friends about us. Please go wherever you like to get your podcasts and leave us a review. Those things are super helpful, especially for a brand new podcast. You can keep up to date with all of the Eclipse content by following us on Twitter. That's at Eclipse Pod. We are super, super active on Twitter. And you can also go to theeclipsepod.com where you can learn about our show and our crew and the voice actors that are playing the characters on Eclipse. Eclipse is part of the Majestic Goose Podcast Network, so you'll definitely want to go and check that out as well. We are home to over a dozen amazing podcasts and streams, everything from actual plays to talk shows. We even do a weekly live nerdy craft stream on Twitch, so we really do all of it here at the Majestic Goose Network. We release new content six days a week with shows like Doom Clock, One Shot Onslaught, Halfway to Heroes, Dice Talk, Roll for Weird, and many, many more. So go to MajesticGoose.com and check out all that awesome stuff that we're doing. Check out our streaming schedule and come say hi to us. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll talk to you next time on Eclipse.